2: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself
1: and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. We are so excited, honored, and blessed to be with a friend and a client and just an amazing woman, Daliana Wacker, newborn care specialist, who is also a shaman. Hi, Daliana.
0: Hi, thank you both for having me. I'm super excited to be with you.
2: Super excited to have you here. Thank you thank so you. much.
0: We
1: thank you. We are so, so excited to yeah get you here and get you in front of our audience, especially because you have been coaching with us for the past six months or so, and as we've been working with you, we have just learned so much from you about babies and moms and just... A whole world of things that I think, um, and a whole side of having a baby and starting a family, I think that a lot, a lot of people aren't really talking about or talking about in the way that you are. And so it's just been so enlightening for us to, to get to work with you and, you know, would love it if you could, Daliana, just share a little bit about who you are, what you do, and, and maybe some of your backstory.
0: Yes. Well, I first when I first started out, I was a nanny, and when I started off nanny, I realized that I had such a passion for babies, and I had a passion for the families that I work for, and I was always like really intuitive with like certain cries or if a baby was hungry, I I already like knew their sound from the very beginning. So what I realized was is that that was such a gift. And I really honed in on newborns. And then I found out that there was something called a newborn care specialist because I had been doing the work for so many years that I really didn't know that there was this title that you were supposed to have to like go into agencies and to get hired. So what I did is I took a course and um, I actually like thought this is amazing because people that really love babies Um, it's so important because there's so much information out there. And what I do is I bring that to, like, every family. Everything that I learn, I bring to the family. Um, So it's really educational. Everything's educational when it comes to being a newborn care specialist. But you're also, like, a mentor. You're a friend. You're a cheerleader. You're a sister. You know, it's just you're an aunt. You're a grandma. I get called grandma. (laughs) What else do your clients call you? Don't they call you... (laughs) like <laughs> oh my God. No, yeah the Dalai Lama I yeah. get called the Dalai Lama <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like I come in though and I bring like some peace into the home because it's really frightening like here you have this baby and you you know you've waited all these months to meet this baby and then you meet the baby and then you leave the hospital and they're like here you go And then you're like, oh, my God, now what do I do with it, right? Because everything comes with a manual, but our babies don't. So I love that this job actually exists so that um, we're there as educators. Newborn care specialists are there to, like, love the family, be there for the family. We educate in bottle feeding, feeding, breastfeeding, bathing, diapering, like, what type of swaddles, all the things that you think about that you worry about, we can come in and help you with all that. Mm.
2: I love that so much because I remember crying when I left the hospital with my first child thinking like, I don't know what to do with this person who gave me this person. Like, so it's, um, I didn't know this job existed and I wish I had all those years ago. Um, but it's a beautiful, beautiful thing because even I think there's this misconception. When I had my third child, people were like, you know what to do. And I was like, no, I don't. This is a whole other being with different wants and needs. And Mm -hmm. so even, even if you are a second or third time mom, it's still a different person that you're getting to know. And they still have different wants and needs. So I love this how intuitive you are with babies, because it is true. They do have different cries and you can tell the hurt cry from a hungry cry, but the little subtle ones are very, are very hard to pick up on, especially if you've never been around a baby
0: before. Yeah. You've made a really good point, Ambie, that I do have a lot of clients that will call and they'll say, you know, I have a baby. I had a baby seven years ago and I'm having a baby now and they don't remember anything. And not just that, but like products change. There's new, there's always something new and great coming out to really benefit our moms. Like we have Frida, you know, postpartum for Frida. Um, it's called Frida mom that has this amazing line of postpartum products. And those are like items that I didn't have either when I had my son, you know, seven, 17, I mean, 18 years ago. So there's just so much new, um, new products, like I said, that come out that are really, really helpful baby products. Mm. And yeah. So I do get that a lot though, that question of parents saying, well, you know, and I didn't really work on sleep with my first child. Like I really want to work on sleep with my second child. How do I do that? So we start really good, um, healthy sleep hygiene from the very beginning. Yeah. And I love that part. That's one of my favorites too. It's like working with parents to get their babies to sleep and also working with nannies.
2: What are some of the things you do to help babies sleep? Because truly like, I'm sure a lot of moms out there are sleep deprived.
0: Yes, that's true. They are very sleep deprived. And I feel like the biggest, um, like the biggest issue really is, is that what I see, I don't know if I would necessarily call it an issue, but I feel like we have to teach our babies to sleep. We think that babies just intuitively like know how to sleep, but we actually have to teach them to learn how to self soothe and put them down. My trick is this. I put them down drowsy, but awake. And I'm a, i am I really pay attention to their sleep windows. Like, we uh, for like a baby that is one month old can only stay awake for 45 minutes to an hour. And a lot of people don't know that they'll say, oh my gosh, look at my baby. You know, my baby's so smart. It's staring at everything. Well, actually the baby's exhausted and it's called sleep aversion. You know, they, they're like eyes are wide awake and they just need to be put down. And so that is the most important key is knowing at what age to put your baby down for a nap? Because we miss those times. And when we do, we have an overtired baby. Wow. That yeah. is
2: that is amazing that and kind of disappointing that the babies aren't super smart. They're just
0: super tired.
1: <laughs> well, Daliana, well, haven't you been saying though that like the new babies coming in right now are like on another uh- level though?
0: They are. They are so different. Um, When I look at babies five years ago to the babies that are being born right now, it's night and day. They're coming out. They're like looking at everything. They hold their heads up already. Like we know babies can hold their heads up, but they're really doing it to where they look around they're observing everything they're smiling early they're rolling over early they are so different totally different and these babies are so tapped in and tuned in it's it's amazing to see it's absolutely like beautiful to see though yeah, yeah. they're all and it's you know the babies right now too are all light They are love, like you could just see like the love and the light. And I'm not saying the babies last year weren't like that, or but I feel like these pandemic babies are so different, totally different.
1: I mean, yeah, because imagine like this, you know, the state in which they were conceived. Like there was, well, while a lot of scariness was going on in some respects, Mm -hmm. there was also a lot of rest and relaxation inside
0: the home. I feel like, yeah. And I do believe that there's actually a case study out that shows that moms that are relaxed and totally at peace, like during their um, pregnancy, that don't have high levels of stress, their babies are very calm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we're seeing too right now. Because yes, moms do, you know, did have a lot of time to rest during um, this time. And although there's high levels of stress, I do believe... But when when you're in your own home and you're not going like back and forth to work or when you're really able to be in the present moment, you could see it in the babies for sure. I always know my babies that I always say, Mom, you know, you you were really relaxed during this pregnancy because your baby's calm. Um, So the biggest one of the biggest tips I could give to moms is just try to relax during your pregnancy. It's really, really important although we have like all of life stressors, you know, try to take time, like 30 minutes a day and just sit there and talk to your baby and to tell your baby, you know, about what life's going to be like, you know, once it's here with you and just to be present, because it's really, really important. That's the biggest tip I I can give.
1: It's like meditating with your baby.
0: Absolutely. And if you're if you like to meditate, then that would be, and at some point, I'm gonna do a meditation for moms for with for babies, yeah, because sense. I do do that a lot with them, like just sit with them and be present with them. But then there's times when um, they're a little bit older. If I'm with the family, they're a little bit older. I love to do music time, like that's my thing too, and oh. they love it. They like, <laughs> yeah, we no, definitely love, yeah, not to. <laughs>
1: Well, no, I'm going to pitch it right now. I just got a flash of like, whenever you do the meditation for moms, I'm like, I'll team up with you if you want and do like tapping, tapping and meditation.
0: That would be amazing. I would love that because I just know how tapping works for me and you've done amazing work with me. I think it would be great. As much support as we can give moms during this time, I feel it's so important. I really do. And if, if for for moms to have an outlet, you know, for like-minded moms like moms, you know, how we are, um, I just feel like that's really important. I didn't have that when I had my daughter, you know. I mean, I was spiritual. I, you know, um, I was tapping into shamanism though, like. But I really didn't know. Like, I would I would rattle, I would drum like rattle and stuff, but I didn't really know that that was a gift of mine. Also, till maybe like last year. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to
1: talk a little bit about your shamanism and being a shaman and what that, that really means to you mm-hmm.
0: right now? Yes. In my shamanism, I just, um, I do, I've been doing a lot of work with healing trauma, healing trauma and, um, it, like childhood trauma, just the traumas of life traumas to, um, if somebody had a car accident that was, you know, really, um, how, how can I say it, like someone who's had a, a car accident and they just can't get over that fear once they get in the car. Mm-hmm. These are all areas that I help them to release and to not hold on to that in their, you know, in their system anymore, Yeah, But it's beautiful. Um, I really haven't done a whole lot with babies, um, because that's just to me, it's really sacred. Um, But in the future, I would love to be able to work with families with babies. Yeah. And just like bring them in the world and, you know, to honor their ancestors. I feel like that's really important. And so also exciting. like
2: moving, I was going to ask you about the birthing mm-hmm. process, because I know mm-hmm. that sometimes that can be traumatic for the baby or that yeah. can be traumatic for the mother. Um, so I, I would be interested to see like how that incorporating with your shamanism would, mm-hmm. you know, help people just throwing that out there too.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome. I would love to do that, you know, be there during the birth too. And Um, Because there is a lot of trauma. Sometimes babies are, you know, stuck in the womb and, and, you know, aren't ready to come out yet. And they've been, you know, moms could be in labor for, you know, 24 hours. And so there's a lot of stress that gets put on the system. Um, Also in their their bone structure, their head structure. So, yeah, there's actually a lot of healing that can be done right after the birth. So that's another avenue that I'm going to definitely... tap into later on.
2: But let's talk about what avenue you're tapping into now.
0: Because what
2: you're doing now is very exciting because you can't, you've been working with families directly for many years and you can't work with every family, but you have come up with a way that you can help many, many, many people and you can do it remotely. So let's talk a little bit about that.
0: Yes. Well, I am teaching um, classes on Zoom for new parents. So I have a new parenting class that I will be teaching. Um, I have another one of my passions because I've been in the homes of families for many, many years is training a nanny, training nannies. I love that. A lot of families have um, they have a nanny for their older children but they're you know there's a new baby coming and they want their their nanny to know about babies. So I have a class on that also to train nannies to learn all my tricks, everything that I've done over the years and I love working with the nannies I've worked with you know a lot of them and it's just such a passion of mine. And nannies can also to hire me one-on-one to even you know go into the home with them or you know just to work with me one-on-one. And then I also felt like over the years, I saw parents struggle with really not knowing what to purchase. So I have a pre and post delivery guide that I'm selling online also, um, because those are just those items where you could get really overwhelmed. There's so much to choose from. So I made a whole list of um, of items and also how to deal with pre delivery and then post delivery. And so these are all really exciting things for me to do. And then families could also hire me one-on-one. Yeah, which is which is huge. Cause
1: it, so mm-hmm. is it okay if I give a little context of like what we've been sure. working on together?
0: Yeah, yeah that's So great. Daliana
1: is like extremely successful and in high demand in her job, because as you can tell, she's so good at what she does. She's cares mm-hmm. so much and she is that, I mean, truly calming force for a family that has a new baby and so she's been doing all of these jobs or she goes in and she she's with the baby for
0: you know the first how many months how long how many months well typically here's what happens people want to hire me say they say oh we just because they're not sure you know I'm coming into someone's home so there's a lot and I've been doing this for so long that it's normal oh, for me but doing for somebody this? else oh gosh a, a decade like it's a long time like maybe, I mean, I've been nannying and doing this type of work there for like 20 years. Okay. Yeah. So, and being in people's homes. So I feel like it's really kind of, they don't know what, they have no idea. And Mm -hmm. so they say, well, you know, we want to hire you for a month. Well, then I get in and they're like, well, can we keep you for five months? So that (laughs) does happen. But for for years, I've been booked back to back. So I've had contracts that you know for I've been booked for like a whole year. In the minute people get pregnant with their second child, they call me right away. Like, yeah. They pee on that stick and they like, but you know, <laughs> they're pregnant. They're like, "Oh my god, we're pregnant." You know, I know before <laughs> anybody else so like, "We need to send me a contract right away." So, yeah, yeah, and I work on contracts, but yeah, it's it's just so cool. And, you know, all my families, I stay in touch with them. They I get to see the kids when they're older, which is so cool. Yeah. And I feel like the what I feel like is this is that we it's so hard, you know, being a, a parent. It's so hard to not knowing to if you're a first-time mom, like what your birth is gonna be like or what's what's the baby gonna be like. So I come in and I feel like I'm the calm in the storm. And it's just such a blessing. It's the biggest blessing. It's the biggest gift that I can have is to, you know, hold that sacred space with these families and just to really love what I do. Um, I just feel like I'm the luckiest person. It's just awesome.
1: As you can see this, she's so passionate about this, right? (laughs) And so and and rightfully so, because it's her gift and it's what she's here to do. But yeah. when she reached out to us, she was reaching out because she could feel there. she wanted to reach even more people, even more moms, but she only has so much time. She also has her own family, right. like her own whole yeah. family that she needs to tend to and wants yeah. to spend time with. So what she was coming to us for was, how do I take this information that I know I'm here to share and get it out there so that I can you know, affect even more people and get this to more yes. moms? So that's what yes. we've been working on. And she... Daliana has created the most amazing course. She thank has you. so much information, is such a natural teacher. Like, it's been really cool for me actually, because I don't have kids yet and I'm not I not pregnant yet, but that's ne- that's where I am in my phase of life. And I'm already so excited because I'm like, thank I'm I told jealous. my mom. <laughs> I told my mom, I'm like, thank God I met Daliana. Thank Aww. I told her about you. She's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you met her. I'm like, me too, because it just makes me feel like You know, if I have a question, I can ask you. I can take your course. I can, you know, I'm just so blessed to know you because it brings this whole calm to me about the whole process. But, you know, I think that in every – the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think in every person's life, you know, when you have a passion, you get to a point where you need to take that next step where you expand and it can be – you know, it can be a, a transition, it can be a transition period. And Daliana, you have just done such a beautiful job of making this transition and creating this course. And, you know, we just wanted to celebrate you and bring you thank on this you. podcast so people, people can see how amazing you are and how much you have to share and give to the planet right
0: now. Truly. Well, thank you. I'm super honored to be with you both. Um, it's awesome to be able to speak about what I do because a lot of people just don't know that my job exists. So you're right. I just want to help as many people as possible on a greater platform. And I feel like that's like the pandemic has kind of pushed me to do that, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, to, to evolve in different ways to help people. So it is truly a blessing. And I'm so grateful for both of you. As you know, I love you both so much and you have helped me tremendously. You've helped me think of things that I wouldn't have, you know, normally thought of. And so um, and you pushed me, <laughs> which is really <laughs> important to just to we not just stay complacent. You know, you have really like, OK, you know, here you go. And, um, you know, I feel like I did the homework and, you know, here we are. So it's pretty awesome.
2: Because I feel like a lot of the times and, and you're one of the people that feels like your gifts are no big deal everybody Mm -hmm. can do this. But here's what I feel like we really pointed out is that not everybody can do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has the information that you have and the gift that you have, which is truly to see things in babies and newborns and family dynamics that other people don't see or other people don't understand. And I think that that is such a beautiful gift because postpartum depression is a real thing. And then you have a lot of pressure on yourself as a mom that you're supposed to know everything you're supposed to have it all together and the reality is you don't you have no idea especially if you're a first-time mom you are clueless to what's going on and so your job and the information and the gifts that you have is so important to really help prevent trauma from happening, and also to stop ancestral trauma. Because Mm -hmm. when you are sleep deprived, and you're depressed, and all of these emotions come up, and you don't have a way of really expressing that or anyone to talk to because you're so shamed in it, Mm -hmm. it goes really badly very quickly. So I think that your gifts are are vitally
0: important for really changing the world around us. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I do feel that with having support and having somebody in your home or just having the education is so helpful. Even just, um, I've noticed too, with moms that I start to see, I come in and you can see the postpartum depression, even them getting like three consecutive nights of sleep mm. helps tremendously. Um, and especially like I, I'll take over. Sometimes my shifts are like from 10 PM to 6 AM. Sometimes I take over the full feedings. Sometimes mom will pump and leave the milk and then, um, for me, and then I can, and then I feed the baby or I bring the baby to mom. She breastfeeds and then goes back to sleep because it's, it's so important to be able. We always tell moms, rest when the baby rests. Well, life isn't always like that. you have mm-hmm. there's a, other siblings that need to get taken care of. There's moms that are running companies, running businesses, you know um, So it's not always sleep when the baby sleeps. So to have that extra set of hands and somebody that comes in that is a support system it's it makes it's a game changer. it really is. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of us newborn care specialists all across the state, all, all over the country, actually. Um, so it's really important, too, that I find that if you want a newborn care specialist, look into one ahead of time before the baby comes because we are in high demand. It's, it's not always easy to find. So that's another something that I have in my pre and post delivery guide telling people really what to, to plan for ahead of time before the baby comes. It's just the less stress, the easier it is on the entire family, the whole support system. Totally.
1: It sounds like an amazing investment to make. Yeah.
0: What? what Yeah. yeah. I've actually even had grandparents that could not be there, especially during COVID, or a lot of grandparents that are older just really feel that they, um, you know, they just can't physically be there. Actually, pay for my services as a gift. I've also had friends come together and collect, you know, all come together and say, okay, here's a, here's a shower gift. Mm. And then gifted my services, even if it's just for a couple of weeks, it's just having hands on, you know, someone in your home is makes a big difference. Yeah. I mean, we, we could read books, right. We could read all yeah. the books that we want. And then once you get to the the baby, it's kind of like, <gasps> yeah <laughs> now what you know let and me get a chapter four in this yeah. yeah exactly a lot of that goes right out the window they're just like uh i know we read five books yeah. but we don't know and you know mm-hmm. you can't and you could look at a swaddle you know or you look at youtube but it's a lot different when yeah. when you have somebody in your home yeah. helping you what or you- even just rem- remotely me helping them remotely too
1: Yeah, and i think that's the option.
2: Yeah, that's the big thing here is that um, there are so many options that they have that are not addressed is having you remotely and asking questions, the baby didn't sleep last night or, you know, um, the baby keeps throwing up and I don't know why, um, or having that nanny that takes your course and mm-hmm. is really educated about newborns in that way too. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's, there's so many options that people are just unaware of. And I was one of them until I met you. And it's, I remember, I'm going to share a story real fast and then I promise we'll get back to you. I remember with my last child, did not have postpartum depression with the others too. Totally mm-hmm. fine. With my last child, Oliver, I remember thinking he would not stop crying. And it makes me cry because yeah. I remember thinking if I just... If I just make him shut up, then I could sleep. And I remember having like really scary thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up my husband and saying, you got to take him. Cause I think I might hurt him. Yes. And that's when like we started getting help. And it wasn't that I wanted to hurt this little person. I just wanted him to stop crying so I could sleep. And I think that that is something that a lot of moms feel real shame about. And it's not that I don't love my children, Right. It's just that
0: I was so sleep deprived that right. I couldn't see straight, you know? Right. And thank you for sharing that, Ambie, because it's really important for us to share our stories because moms do suffer in silence a lot. And I, it is, it's is—it's extremely common what you went through. And I feel like sometimes we don't share our stories because we are shameful, but it really helps so many people when we do. So thank you for that. Um, with not getting sleep, that is the hardest things on, on parents that I've had clients say, well, you know what? I used to cram for this, or, you know, I studied for the bar for this long, you know, all Yeah, all of these, and it's not the same as being sleep deprived. When you have to take care of a child, it's totally different. Um, and also it's, when what you were dealing with was to, if it was, I believe, a period to a purple crying and we have that what happens in babies and it's a persistent crying and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And as a mom, all you want to do when you hear your baby cry, like that is built in us. We are, we want to take care of that right away. And when you can't do that with a baby, that's going through this developmental process um, it's, it's extremely stressful. So, um, I I just, that's another thing that I really educate parents on because they have no idea or they end up in the ER because they think that something's wrong with their baby. Mm -hmm. And it's just a period that they're going through. Um, yes, but thank you so much for sharing that, that I really appreciate that. Thank you. I wish
2: that I had known you Mm -hmm. when I had Oliver, because, When he was a baby, I still have him. But when he was a baby, because it would have been um, such a a smoother transition, you know? And like I said, he was my third one, but the other two are so different because every person is so different,
0: you know? Right. And I feel like parents, too, once they do have one, they think there's a lot of comparing. And they're all their individual. Yeah, they are their little individual self. And although one may have been a wonderful sleeper, the other one may not be. And that's where I come in and I'm like, OK, here's what we're going to do to <laughs> you know, yeah. help this baby get really good sleep. Because this is when our babies grow. Our babies grow when they sleep. And we're right now in our country, our babies are sleep deprived. They're sleep deprived for many reasons. And it's because parents really are lacking sleep or they want to rock their baby to sleep and then, uh, or bounce their baby because that's like what YouTube tells them to do or, you know, all these, there's so many different, um, there's so many different avenues out there that people like go to look towards for help. And if we just, if they just got in contact with me, Yeah, (laughs) It would be a little bit different, but, um, it's just, we, we really have to start, like I say, a healthy sleep hygiene from the beginning to help all of these families. And I do, I have, um, I have a whole list of sleep, um, sleep schedules for families too, that they can, that I have on my website that they can purchase too. And it's because when, when a baby is like a month old compared to six months, totally different how long they can stay awake Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of pediatricians will be like oh yeah your baby in the beginning can only stay awake for 45 minutes well what happens is even they people take that little bit of information and then when a baby's six months they're trying to use that same sleep schedule and it doesn't work so like a baby for instance that's six months old can be up for two hours of their first nap and then they can be up for two and a half hours after that, and then be up for three hours before bedtime. So it's just constantly changing the older they get. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you so much for sharing all that. Thank you, Ambi, for sharing as well. And, you know, as we start to wrap up, I, I would just like to know, Daliana, from you, what's something that you just, you really want moms to know right now? What would you like to say to moms if you could say anything?
0: I would like moms to know to, uh, during the process of being pregnant and having a baby, the most important thing is, is to give yourself grace, give yourself time to heal. There is no need to like try to rush to get back to what you were, your, your you know, your weight before pregnancy, give yourself time to heal, give yourself just grace. Um, I feel like that's so important. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, Take things day by day with your baby because they're always changing and really just enjoy to the moment, living in the moment, because it really goes by so quickly. Mm -hmm. It just flies by, you know, the first year really flies by. So that's one of the biggest um, pieces of advice I could give to moms. Enjoy your baby. Enjoy your partner. Be easy on each other. Hmm. And dads are going to have their own ways too of doing things, and 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 allow that too. Allow them to have their own time too.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. This is Thank amazing. Thank you. And for those who are listening who are like, okay, I want to take this parenting class or the nanny <laughs> class or I want to work. Maybe they want to hire you virtually for an hour. I just gave that gift to a friend uh, who just had a baby. It was amazing. She called me and was, like, so thankful for it, for working with you with it for an hour, getting to ask you questions. So tell everyone how they can
0: uh, sign up for the classes or, like, book time with you or purchase your stuff. Yes. Just go to my website, which is dalianawacker.com. And it's my my spelling, though. It's D-A-L-L-I-A-N-A dot Wacker. So Beautiful.
1: D-A-L-L-I-A-N-A. And then the last name is Wacker. W A C K K
0: U R. Yeah. Cool.
1: And we will put the links to that in the show notes. So when you guys are listening to this on the audio version, you can just click and go right there. And Daliana, thank you so
0: much for being here. Thank you so much having me it was so much fun and I love you know it's my passion I could talk about this all day as you two know you should have your own podcast yeah
1: someday (laughs) yeah one day one day
0: maybe in the not so near
1: future anyway everyone we love you so much thank you for watching on Facebook thank you for listening on the audio version we love you and until next time keep on blooming